Business in the 217 on the WMAY Morning News Feed. I'm Greg Bishop, and it is a shortened holiday week, and we got to thank Michelle Ombi for joining us uh, to still keep us plugged into what's going on in and around the business community. She, of course, is with the Springfield Business Journal. Thanks for taking time with us, Michelle. How are you doing? Good morning. Doing well, Greg. Good to hear. And uh, with Thanksgiving just around the corner, uh, obviously, we want to thank you for all the work the Springfield Business Journal does uh, to keep us informed as to what's going on in and around the Springfield Business community. Uh, because you come every week with details that uh, people need to know about. Uh, so we, we, we're we definitely thankful for that. Uh, but let's start with a story that's uh, kind of a rough story to tackle. Uh, and we've seen some announcements from uh, various businesses here and there about uh, having to close down nursing home operations in and around the area. Uh, and we've seen some, some troubling reports about staffing issues across the country. What's happening with long-term care facilities? Right. We actually have an article in this week's uh, Illinois Times, kind of looking at more of those systemic issues that you mentioned. You know, I I think it hit home for a lot of uh, Springfield area residents last month when the closure of St. Joseph's home was announced. They'd been in business over 100 years, and that was followed uh, just a short time later by an announcement that Heritage Health of Springfield would close. Uh, But unfortunately, this is probably just the tip of the iceberg. As you said, they they both cited staffing issues as a reason for the closure, and we know there's been a lot of that due to the pandemic. But the fact is that those issues uh, were, were already a huge challenge in the industry long before the pandemic. It's just made it worse. Um, Our article looked at a a study that said this was in 2018. So prior to COVID, the annual turnover rate for nursing home staff in Illinois was between 98% and 118%. And again, that's that's pre-pandemic. You know, you've got CNAs starting out at about $16 an hour. and, And now with the labor market, you know, a lot of fast food places are paying almost that much. So when you're looking at a situation where people are at a higher risk, for uh, COVID and certainly doing some very challenging work, even though they might find it rewarding. Uh, It's kind of a recipe for disaster right now. Definitely something we'll keep a close eye on uh, as we see some long-term care facilities closing. Uh, Could that opportunity be opened up for other long-term care facilities to fill that void? Uh, So definitely something uh, I'm sure the Springfield Business Journal and the Illinois Times will uh, uh, keep updated on. Uh, Michelle, let's talk about the Sangamon County Board uh, moving forward with uh, some decisions and renewable energy. What's going on there? Yes, again, at the state level, we've heard that uh, there's been a renewed commitment to clean energy. You know, they've put some pretty aggressive targets in place, 25% uh, renewable energy sources by 2025, and of course, phasing out uh, coal and all that by 2045. But some people may not be aware the Sangamon County Board just voted to approve uh, a zoning change that would allow the largest solar project in Illinois to move forward. And they're looking at beginning construction as soon as next year. Uh, this is a group called Swift Current Energies. They're based out of Boston, Massachusetts, but they have offices in Illinois as well as several other states. And they're they're kind of a one-stop shop. They develop, construct, own, and operate uh, all different types of both solar and wind projects all over North America. This particular project that the Sangamon County Board approved is for 4,100 acres of land altogether, primarily in southwest Sangamon County, although some of it is in Morgan County as well. Uh, and it would almost double the megawattage that Illinois can currently produce through solar. So definitely a big deal. Um, There were some opponents that spoke out against it. Their main concern seems to be taking uh, prime farmland out of production. They're questioning whether there could be a a better location for this particular project, but it did pass the county board by a 21 to 4 vote. So things appear to be moving forward. And that's just one energy project we're seeing in the area. Uh, We'll of course have to delve a bit deeper soon uh, into what the latest is with Emberclear in that natural 
natural gas power plant that's been talked about for quite some time. So maybe we uh, delve into that um, with a future business in the 217 here on the WMAY morning news feed. We're talking with Michelle Lombi, the publisher of the Springfield Business Journal. Uh, and uh, looks like uh, Jacksonville's getting a new uh, American uh, contemporary cu- cuisine restaurant. Uh, tell us what's going on with uh, Proud Richards. Yes. Well, a lot of people probably know the name Lanzarani's. They've been around for quite a while. And uh, earlier this summer, we announced that the, the restaurant had sold. A gentleman by the name of Joe Stanley, who's actually a Jacksonville native, moved to Chicago to go to culinary school, worked for a few different restaurants up there, and then came home during COVID, you know, when everything was was shut down and decided that would be a good opportunity to uh, do his own thing. So he purchased that former Lanzarote's building over the summer, has been extensively remodeling it, and they are actually doing a soft opening this week with a grand opening on Saturday. Uh, and of course, a, a lot of people, including myself, were big fans of Lanzarote's, but if you go there expecting, uh, you know, lasagna and spaghetti on the menu, it is it is no longer anything close to the Italian fare that Lanzarote served up. Uh, they, they've put out their preliminary menu. It's going to be very seasonal, farm-to-table type of thing, contemporary American cuisine, so you can get some uh, seared halibut, some braised pork shanks, squashed carbonara. Uh, again, long way from the, the spaghetti and lasagna that you might have expected at Lanzarote's, but uh, they're, they're already getting rave reviews just from posting photos of the food online, so I think a lot of folks from Springfield may be wanting to make the drive to check it out. Always ready to uh, to take in some new cuisine, uh, especially if it's uh, got that farm-to-table feel to it. Uh, Michelle Ombi, uh, Springfield Business Journal. Uh, talk a bit about how people can get more information about the work you guys do. Well, you can get on SpringfieldBusinessJournal.com and sign up for BizBytes. That's our weekly newsletter, free of charge, with a short roundup of what's happening in the business community each week. And of course, you can also sign up for the print edition. And for just $35 a year, you can make sure you get that delivered to your home or office. Fantastic. And again, thank you so much for all you do as we head into Thanksgiving. I uh, will definitely talk again next week. All right. Thanks, Greg.